If you're looking for Pokemon style Etsy items, Pokemon Pop figures, and so much more, check out the PokeDepartmentStore.com. That's P-O-K-E-D-E-P-S-T-O-R-E.com for all your Pokemon needs. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What is up, everyone? It's me, the Pokemon Cave, back at it again for another week. Today we're going to be discussing some weird glitches, a ghost rare quote-unquote crown Zenith card, Veronica Taylor talks Pokemon, a TCG investing scam, Power World TCG, it might be possible one day, and finally San Fran is hosting the worlds. But first, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet has been well received by fans since its release. It's hard to forget about the amount of glitches and bugs that players encountered at launch. Well, sometimes. <laughs> Although a year's worth of time has somewhat soothed over many glaring bugs, trainers traveling around Paldea still manage to find the odd glitch now and then. One trainer has stumbled across a hilarious yet terrifying bug that dynamaxed a wild Froakie in the Indigo Disc Terranium. A post on the Pokemon Skyland Violet subreddit highlighted the strange glitch in a thread titled I wasn't aware Dynamax was a thing in Unova. The OP attached a video of the glitch in action, which showed the player riding a Corodon near the beach in the terrarium. Upon swimming closer to shore, a giant blue figure pops out of nowhere and begins to loom towards the trainer. As the trainer panned the camera up, a giant low-poly version of Froakie appeared in the sky. The trainer immediately turned around and ran away from the Froakie as it quickly floated towards them. The trainer explained that the glitch occurred, quoted, at like 2 a.m. and they were utterly terrified. Fans in the comments got kicked out of the strange glitch with many making jokes about, about the giant Froakie. One said, Dynamax PS1 Froakie doesn't exist. Another said, Dynamax PS1 Froakie can't hurt you, said one trainer, while another joked, I bet it's got a jumble mark. The Froakie glitch may not be an isolated incident though, as other trainers in the comments claimed to have encountered a giant low poly Froakie as well. Now, of course, those wanting to test this odd Froakie glitch for themselves can find the water-type starter around the coastal biome's northern island after upgrading the terrarium for 3,000 BP. Next, a Ghost Rare card in the Crown Zenith set. In the Yu-Gi-Oh! TCG, Ghost Rare cards bear a 3D holographic image with silver or gold lettering, depending on the card's time of release. Collectors consider these incredibly rare cards a must-have. The Pokemon TCG doesn't necessarily have these though. One player seems to have recently stumbled across the next best thing. While adding to their crown scenes collection, a collector pulled a super rare card, according to other fans. This individual may have come across something truly valuable. A Redditor by the name of FootstepsFalco21 shared a few close-up photos of their strange TCG poll. The user said that after going through the latest additions to their Crown Zenith Master Set, a strange Melanie was found. 
Notably, the card in question resembles no other as a shiny silver coat covers the entire card. The words Trainer and Melanie can just be made out along with the outlines of Melanie's eyes. In addition, the card boosts quite an interesting texture. The user wrote in part, Just started working on my Crown Scenes Master Set and pulled this strange Melanie. I just got back into card collecting and this is the first time I've come across a card like this. To explain the confusion, one writer noted that this is no ordinary Pokemon card. This is worth far more than the regular card. It's somehow missing all the ink, but got textured like an ultra rare. I call it a ghost rare. Another commenter claiming to be a printer added even more context, saying the metallic material process is separate from the printed ink stock. A portion of every run has a quote unquote setup that is used for alignment and getting the presses up to speed because they run fast. This would be cut from the set before the ink gets into the metallic film. This quote-unquote unicorn of a card suggests a sheet of them were accidentally included in the run instead of discarded. In other words, the original post could have a very valuable Melanie card on their hands. When Veronica Taylor was called to audition for a Japanese cartoon in 1998, she had no idea what to expect. Heavily pregnant and living in New York, the 33-year-old had just finished a run of commercials, soaps, and theater productions before a chance call from her acting coach sent her hurrying downtown. It was some kind of anime, she was told, and she'd be reading for multiple roles. As Taylor wandered into the slightly run-down recording studio, she was introduced to excitable characters she'd be voicing and was immediately enamored. She goes on to say, I was just really liked the color and the energy. With an infectious smile, we watched a tiny Japanese snippet and then had to get our voice as close as we could to that character. There was no practicing ahead of time, no reading the script, you just came in, watched for about three minutes on a loop, and took your shot. Playing both a concerned mother and a determined child, the pregnant Taylor found herself channeling a weirdly existential energy in the booth. And it paid off. The last minute audition she just nailed? It was Pokemon, of course. She goes on to say, There was no way to know that Pokemon could become something back then. Anime wasn't that big at the time and we didn't really have the internet, so I couldn't look it up. I was so excited to be the cast, but for no reason other than it looked amazing. Playing both the iconic 10-year-old trainer Ash and his mother, Taylor's voice is one that soundtracked millions of English-speaking childhoods. She's quoted in saying, I feel so incredibly fortunate to be a part of so many people's families, and they are all part of mine. Sitting in a convention hall at the time of this interview with uh, Kotaku, I, I think I said that correctly, <laughs> Veronica Taylor didn't need to know that Pokemon had become a massive sensation, considering she was surrounded by plushies, Pokeballs, Pokemon cards, everything Pokemon related. So I think she had a pretty good idea. <laughs> Taylor adds, we're all part of it. I feel a real connection to the people who are carrying Pikachu toys or coming up to me with drawings or binders full of cards. I connect to the joy and the freedom that Pokemon represents of being able to go out on your journey and become your very best. That feeling where everything is possible. While Taylor is now in, intrinsically tied to one of the most beloved creations of the last two decades, in 1998, Ash seemed just like another job. Pokemon wasn't so massive in the beginning, Taylor reflects. I've never had the luxury of working on one job at a time, so we just went on to our other jobs as normal. She taped each episode of Pokemon on her VCR at 6.30am before work. As the first season wrapped and her daughter was born, Taylor's life rolled along blissfully, unaware of the growing legions of enormous Pokemon fans. 
As any good trainer knows, it takes time for a Pokemon's power to grow, and sure enough, this pop culture phenomenon slowly began to evolve. When Pokemon was mentioned in the New York Times, I knew that something was happening, Taylor says. I remember seeing kids on the subway in New York with their cards, and a few months later, the games were out. By 99, Pokemania was official in full swing. After voicing the role of Yukinana in the Yu Yu Hakusu movie, the millennium was just around the corner. And so was Pokemon, the first movie. Debuting at number one in the US and earning a staggering $10.1 million on its Wednesday opening. Mewtwo's big screen bonanza had so many school kids calling in sick that the media dubbed it the Pokey Flu. It was the biggest box office ever for a kids cartoon, Taylor says. It was just really exciting to see the whole thing come together in such a big way. While Ash may have hung up his prize cap in 2022, Taylor's Pokemon journey shows no sign of slowing. Today, it's just one stop on Taylor's current convention world tour from hosting panels in Amsterdam to signing autographs in Tokyo. Yet, Taylor's time with Pokemon officially ended in 2006, with Ash and the original actors abruptly recast. I don't know if I fully have said goodbye to Ash, Taylor says, when we were all recast or fired, however you want to put it, after the eighth season, it was incredibly devastating to have to not have a chance to go on with the show. I've had a bit of a PTSD with the ending of just how sad it is. Though Ash is beloved by countless children across the globe, even that wasn't enough to save Taylor from the harsh realities of a ruthless industry. You, as an actor, are so disposable. You have to come to terms with that. I was working on another show, and they said that if you're busy, we'll just get someone else to do it. I'd already done a whole season. There's no rhyme or reason to being cast or to being cut out. When you're in the booth, you have to just try and be in the moment. You put all that out of your mind, otherwise it's also crippling. Despite Pokemon's popularity, now the highest grossing entertainment franchise in the world, and the anime being viewed by over a billion people, Taylor is hardly living the high life you would rightfully expect from the voice behind one of TV's most iconic characters. Voice acting is not great pay. It all should be unionized, Taylor says. Everyone deserves equality fair pay, and respect. Without actors, without writers, without artists, without game developers, you don't have a show or a game. You all need to pull together to make a great project, and we all share in that. When people feel valued, they work better. It's important that everyone knows that they're being respected, and often that comes with pay. Take a look at the jaw-dropping amount of acting credits that Taylor has amassed over her career, and the hustle of voice acting speaks for itself. From lending her pipes to Sailor Pluto in Sailor Moon, Nico Robin in One Piece, and April O'Neil in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, to name a few. Taylor is voice acting royalty. It's an iconic career that's cemented by her role as mother in the haunting classic Grave of the Fireflies. She goes on to say, when I worked on it, I only saw my lines, so I never saw the whole thing until later. The story is so intricate, deep, and emotional, it was great to work on. And it's not just anime where you've heard Taylor. From Ape Escape, Desiderata Final Fantasy, L.A. Noir, and 13 Central's Aegis Rim, the prolific voice actor has lent her pipes to a multitude of beloved video games. One of her recent game roles was a career highlight. I really love playing Millennia in Fire Emblem Three Houses. I guarantee I said that wrong. Uh, she says of the flirtatious magic professor. She's just so out there and wonderful. Still, it's Taylor's voice as Ash that most people remember, 
and a role that remains very close to her heart. Ash taught me about the power of positivity. He taught me about pushing through and being in the moment. For that, Ash has been the most life-changing role I've done. The fact that I could be so heavily pregnant and still have the energy of a 10-year-old boy just proves that you can do anything. Her admiration extends to the bug-collecting visionary that dreamt of Pokemon, Sashu Tahari. Imagine imagining him sitting in his room alone drawing these pictures of Pokemon based on his love of animals and nature, and the fact that the idea spawned 25 years of creativity and still continues to inspire people. It's why I'll never grow tired of Pokemon. As two kids sprint past the press room squeezing Pikachu plastics and a group of 30-somethings haggle over shiny trading cards, it's impossible not to get caught up in all the Pokey love. We were always just a small cog in the giant wheel that is Pokemon, Taylor says. It has lasted because of the creativity and the spark in your imagination that it brings. There's always something to learn from it and new people to meet because of it. After the break, we get into a discussion about a Pokemon trading card investing and collecting course. Is it legit or is it a scam? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. See, now this is a prime example of if it's too good to be true or just sounds too ridiculous to be true, don't freaking trust it. For the low, low price of $17.99, originally $84.99, so that's a 79% deal, you too can invest in this course that will teach you everything like, and I'm going to read this exactly how it appears on the site, just so you know how ridiculous this is. What you'll learn, how to invest in Pokemon cards, how to collect Pokemon cards, learn which cards are valuable, how to spot fake cards, how to invest in cards, how to collect cards. Buy cards online, sell cards online, find deals on eBay, and find Pokemon cards on Facebook. So what does this course include? Well, it includes a three-hour on-demand video, one downloadable resource, access on mobile and TV, full lifetime access, and certificate of completion. There are six sections, 30 lectures, three hours and five minutes total length. Okay, so... (laughs) Here's all the parts, okay? So the first part is Let's Begin. God. In Let's Begin, you get a introduction, why invest in Pokemon cards, download the course workbook, trading card tools plus worksheet, researching cards, app, videos, and YouTube, Pokemon history, five minute recap, top Pokemon characters, top Pokemon sets, 
First edition, Shadowless Secret Rares explained, and then Assignment 1. Part 2, Buying. Introduction. Buying packs or individuals. Eight ways to spot fake cards. Buying Pokemon cards online, part 1, eBay method. Buying Pokemon cards online, part 2, Facebook method. <laughs> Buying cards online, part 3, COMC. Buying Pokemon cards step-by-step -step worksheet. And Assignment 2. Part 3, Grading Cards. Introduction, why grade Pokemon cards? Which cards do I grade? Submitting to PSA, CGC, or BGS. Sending cards in for grading, MNT sub. Part 4, Protecting Your Cards. Introduction, why protect your Pokemon cards? Protecting and storing your cards. And assignment number 3. Part 5, Selling. Introduction. Selling Pokemon cards online, part one, eBay plus phone. <laughs> and part six, conclusion. Basically just conclusion, end. This is the greatest thing ever. Requirements, no. Literally, that's what it says. Under requirements, no. <laughs> In this course, you will learn the following. Pokemon history, must know characters, Know the difference between first edition, shadowless, and secret rares? Seriously? Tools needed to collect and invest. How to grade sports Pokemon cards. I didn't know Pokemon cards were sports cards. How to spot mint cards. You gotta be freaking kidding me, right? How to buy Pokemon cards. <laughs> Alright. How to find good deals. Selling cards online. Selling cards in person. How to ship your Pokemon cards. Must know set, and they put no in all capitals. Join over 375,000 students that have enrolled in our online courses. The course also comes with a downloadable workbook you can use to follow along with. Pokemon card trading, investing, and collecting course. Learn how to be a great Pokemon trading card investor and collector. You will also learn how to think about long-term and short-term holds. Why invest in Pokemon in the first place? See some of the main characters from the anime show. Identify characters like Ash, Brock, and Misty. You've got to be flipping kidding me. Oh my god. How to research individual Pokemon online and spot cards to get. The goal is to give you the insight and to build a solid Pokemon investing and collecting foundation. Maybe one day you will also own a PSA 10 first edition Charizard. <laughs> Have fun getting to rank and see cards like Pikachu, Charizard, Blastoise, Venusaur, and Mewtwo. Gotta catch them all. <laughs> oh, who this course is for? Pokemon collectors, Pokemon investors, trading card collectors, sports card collectors and investors, and investors. Oh my god, come on. Seriously? Okay, and the instructor is this Mitchell Bichard. He's a has a rating of four point five for the instructor rating. Four thousand or sorry, forty thousand seven hundred and eighty-six reviews, five hundred thousand sixty-nine two hundred and ten students. I why did I read it like that? And <laughs> sixty-nine courses. So Mitch is a Canadian filmmaker from Harlow, Ontario. In 2016, he graduated from Dakota State University with a bachelor's in computer graphics, specializing in film and cinematic arts. 
you forgot scammer as well. Hmm. Uh, there's also, God. Yeah, there's others. There's like this Kevin Kevin Garden, Bird Bashard, Red Cape Learning. Yeah, I mean, don't fall for this bull. Like, come on, give your guys a head a shake. Don't fall for it. Honestly, this is the most stupidest thing in the world. If you have questions about anything Pokemon related, investing, collecting, whatever it may be, just ask. Ask people. You don't need to pay for some bullcrap thing like this. Because, like, this is a blatant scam. Go on Reddit. Go on Instagram. Go on Facebook. Ask questions. People will gladly answer them for you. Yeah, you're going you probably will get a few tools who will be complete idiots. But 99.9% .9 of the time, you're going to get genuine people who will actually want to help you. We never want to see people get scammed. Just reach out to people. Next up, we look at what could possibly happen is a Pal World trading card game. Yeah, they took over the internet. Now they might actually take over the card industry. A new set of Power World trading cards have been revealed, and they could eventually rival the popularity of the Pokemon TCG. Considering how popular the game itself has become, now of course if you don't know what the heck Power World is, one, where the heck have you been living? Are you okay? Do we need to send someone to look for you? So of course Power World is an open world survival title in which players can catch creatures known as pals and use them as allies to build protect their base as well as tools to farm resources and continue expanding. The large variation of PALs in PAL World has resulted in comparisons to the Pokemon franchise well before its actual release, as the new title was deemed Pokemon with Guns. Following the release of the survival game, a fan known as Sable Slabs on Instagram imagined how it would be if there were actual PAL World-inspired trading cards. The artist is creating several cards with multiple creatures. The post that went viral um, basically features what would be a full art version of Chillette's trading card. The item highlights the Ice and Dragon Pal, which normally allows players to easily farm precious pelt in Pal World with a holographic background. On Instagram, the user also features cards for Goo Moss and Spark, Spark Hit based on traditional Pokemon TCG card designs. Sparkit's card, for instance, is made over the traditional card for Pikachu from the base set. With another post, Sable Sabs showcases what they imagine as being the back design for Pal World's train cards, highlighting a Pal Sphere in the center, of course. This is completely fan-made and does not represent a real product, related to the survival game developed by Pocket Pair. The concept of train cards for Pal World, however, does not seem too far-fetched. The survival game was released to immense popularity, and according to Steam DB, it would become the second title in history to pass 2 million concurrent players on Steam. The first position is still Pug PugG's, though it was established a record back in 2017 near its release. Trading cards could possibly expand the universe and reach of the Power World franchise beyond gaming platforms. The big issue, however, is still reliant on Nintendo's investigation. Of course, after allegations that the survival game stole assets from the Pokemon series. 
The company did not disclose what title they are currently investigating, but hinted at a popular survival title. If Nintendo establishes that Power World is a Pokemon ripoff and initiates legal measures against Pocket Pair, that could impact not only the game, but the future of Power World as a franchise that could eventually have trading cards. And finally, we end on a great thing coming up in actually two years time. The Pokemon World Championships are set to make their return to San Francisco for the first time in a decade. Organizers of the three-day event have recently confirmed their commitment to hosting at the Moscone Center, securing 21,000 hotel room nights for summer of 2026, according to internal hotel records obtained by the San Francisco Business Times. The global esports competition featuring a prize pool exceeding 2 million is anticipated to attract thousands of professional gamers and fans of the popular Nintendo series to downtown San Francisco, providing a much-needed boost to the city. The event is a particularly significant boon for Moscone Center, which has faced challenges in filling convention bookings due to homelessness and drug crisis. While the official location of the tournament is yet to be officially announced by the organizers, hotel records suggest that the event is scheduled for August 28th, to the 30th of 2026. The last time the Pokemon World Championship took place in San Francisco was in 2016 at the 1500-room Marriott, drawing attendees from over 35 countries. And on that note, I say have a great day and a great week. Also, tomorrow, if you're listening to this on the 26th, is Pokemon Day, February 27th. There will be a special podcast on February 28th. Currently, right now, I'm actually recording on the 20th, but looking ahead to the 26th and 27th, I'm on nights that week, or that those two days, 12-hour nights. So basically, I'm going to be, unfortunately, in bed asleep when Pokemon World's uh, presentation premieres on YouTube. So when I get up later on in the day, I'm going to obviously watch it. Um and kind of record some stuff, and it will be out on the Wednesday, the 28th, probably first thing in the morning, uh, probably somewhere around 10 o'clock in the morning, give or take. And finally, as of right now, again, as of the 20th, this Friday, the 23rd, as I'm recording again on the 20th, I'm, I should be having a special guest with me for the podcast on March 4th. There will be a special, I don't know, presentation on the 4th to declare what that all means. But definitely look forward to that podcast on March 4th, because this could be the start of something very interesting. That's all, folks. Take care, and I will see you again on Wednesday. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.